I'm Sandra Jarvis, and you're listening to Silence Your Inner Mean Girl, day seven of the 31 in 31 October Marathon. This is episode 14, Vulnerable or Victim? Welcome to Silence Your Inner Mean Girl, the podcast where we explore the voice in your head that makes you feel insignificant and keeps you wondering if you'll ever be enough. If you're ready to silence your inner mean girl so you can unleash the badass woman within, you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Hey there. So did you know that I have a Facebook group by this same name, where there are a bunch of really awesome women who are working on silencing their inner mean girl and unleashing the badass woman within. And I just want to tell you that you are invited to join us. So just go to Facebook and search for silence your inner mean girl, and then join the group because I'd love to have you there. And I'd love to have you be part of the ongoing conversation about how we silence our inner mean girl. All right. So Just wanted to give you that invitation first before we jump into the topic, which is today the difference between victim mentality and being vulnerable. So vulnerability is actually a pretty big value for me. It's right up there with authenticity. I'd say those are probably my two biggest values. And many people think I'm crazy for that, but I am that person who loves to get deep really fast. I feel like life is too short for shallow conversations and small talk. So if I'm going to spend time with people, then get prepared to get real. (laughs) But here's the deal. Vulnerability can actually be scary because it feels like vulnerability can lead to being a victim. And many of us who are survivors think that Our vulnerability is what made us victims, but I am going to show you today how that is not true. When we are really being vulnerable, it is actually a strength. Now, most people don't want to be victims. I would say that that's a pretty fair statement, right? Nobody shows up and says, hey, I'm a victim. (laughs) But I'll tell you that I work with women all the time who have been stuck in victim mode for years and they don't even realize it. Being a victim carries with it a certain energy and it's heavy. And most of my clients, when they first come to me, are actually stuck here. And they don't necessarily think that or know that. Most of them wouldn't say that either. But as I work with them, I have to slowly teach them how to shift from being a victim to becoming vulnerable. Because as I said, the truth is vulnerability is powerful. So first, let's look at what victim mentality looks like. And then you can try and assess whether or not you are stuck in victim mentality, okay? But I'm warning you, it can be pretty sneaky especially if you actually are a victim in some way. But the reason it's important to recognize this mentality is because if you are living in victim mode, then you're giving away all of your power. Trust me. And living that way just doesn't feel good. So 
when I meet with my clients for the first time, I am on hyper alert for victimhood (laughs) because in working with clients who have a history of trauma or abuse, I know that it's pretty common. And it's also the first thing we have to work on changing because we don't make any progress as long as we're victims. So the main way I identify victim mentality is by looking for blame. When someone shows up to a call with me and I ask them to tell me their story, like why they want coaching or what's going on that brought them to me, I know they're in victim mentality when they start blaming all of their problems on someone or something outside of them. Now, I can assure you that that's not how they see it. To my client or my potential client, they just see it as an explanation as to why they're miserable. They're just giving me the facts. I mean, if my mom wasn't so awful, I'd have a better life. Or if my husband made more money, I'd be happier. Or if my kids would just obey, then everything would be easier. But here's the deal. When you look at other people and blame them for the way that you feel, then you give them all the power over your life. And that is victim mentality. It's when you completely abdicate responsibility for how you feel because you believe there's some powerful perpetrator in your life. (laughs) All right. I love the word abdicate. I just have to tell you. So we're watching the um, Netflix series, The Crown right now. And, you know, abdicating is a new word for me and I love it. So I'm just going to use it. So stop abdicating your power. (laughs) But think about it for a minute. If there is someone in your life that you think is the cause of all your pain, Or is there someone in your life that you really feel like is causing you a lot of trouble or someone who always seems to be at the root of your problems? If so, then you may have some victim energy and could benefit from figuring out how to take responsibility for your own life. Now, if that makes you feel defensive, I totally get it. I've been there. I remember the first time I was introduced to this concept and I was like, hang on. I really am a victim. My abuse wasn't my fault. And I really wanted everyone to see how I was different. But the truth is that victim mentality is ripe with defensiveness. So if you feel like you need to defend your position, (laughs) then guess what? That's just another sign that you might be in victim mentality. Because blame and defensiveness are really big indicators of victimhood. Another characteristic is that people who live in this kind of victim energy like to hide. They don't want to put themselves out there because, well, because they've been hurt and victimized and they don't want to take a chance that it might happen again. Makes sense, right? If you feel like you've been victimized, you don't want to put yourself out there and get attacked again. And that is totally understandable. But the question is this, how long do you want to be miserable? Because the choice is yours. So let me just say this, victim mentality is not a sign of weakness. It's just a pattern of thinking 
that has been established in the brain. And it doesn't mean that you aren't intelligent or capable or strong or anything else. It just means that you have this pattern that's looping in your brain, this specific way of looking at the problems in your life. You might find yourself complaining a lot, or you might find that you make excuses for why you can't do things. You might feel like everyone's against you, even when most people seem to be pretty nice. Or you might feel trapped in your circumstances or find yourself thinking, poor me, why me? It's always me, right? Victim energy is heavy and it feels heavy. Now, all of us resort to victim mentality at some point. When something doesn't go our way, we all drop down into victim energy because that's just what the human brain is designed to do. Victim energy actually allows us to take care of ourselves. It allows us to hide away for the time being until we're ready to face humanity again. But here's the thing that I want you to realize. You don't have to stay there. You get to decide how long you're going to be a victim. Now, it was really interesting. As I created the notes for this podcast, I had kind of a funny experience. I realized that I have been stuck in victim mentality recently, and I didn't even realize it. I told you, it is very sneaky. (laughs) But I'll tell you, I've kind of been struggling to figure out the next steps for my business. And I realized as I was making these notes that I've been having this pity party for myself. And pity parties are never fun because typically no one shows up but you. (laughs) So you just feel like more of a victim, right? And that's what's been happening to me. I've been talking to people and I've been telling them the things that I want to do and the way that I feel. And most people just kind of look at me like, I don't know why you feel sorry for yourself. (laughs) But... That's what victim mentality does. It blinds us to opportunity. It blinds us to truth. Okay. Now, a lot of people who live in victim mentality on a regular basis are stuck in past events. Something happened when they were a child and that event is still affecting them, even though it's long over. Now, I was interviewed for a podcast just yesterday, and we were talking about this very thing in the context of adopted children, because many children who are adopted live in victim mentality as adults because they feel like a choice was made for them that they had no control over, and that a choice or that choice affects every area of their life. Now, I'm not an adopted child, so I can't say how that feels, but it's just an example of how a childhood event can keep you stuck in victim energy for decades. And this is true of childhood abuse as well, or even for people who witnessed abuse of others as children. It could also be true for someone who grew up in poverty or someone who was bullied in school, because these are all things that create victim energy. And that energy hangs on until you consciously let it go. So this happened to me. I was stuck in the victimhood of my abuse for decades because I literally didn't know I had the power to get myself out of it. I thought I just had to remain in victimhood, but I didn't, and neither do you. The key to combating victim mentality is in learning to take responsibility for your own life, and that can be difficult at times. The truth is, 
not everything that happens is your fault. Like an adopted child, it's not their fault that they were given up as children or an abused child. It's not their fault they were mistreated or a child who is bullied on the playground. Not their fault. But you can always take responsibility for how you feel in every moment of your life. And that is your responsibility. And when you understand that it's your thoughts that create your feelings, it's easier to do that because you get to choose how you're going to think about any given circumstance. So let's say you hear through the grapevine that a group of your friends went to lunch without you. You didn't even get an invite. And these are some of your closest friends, and it seems strange that you weren't even informed of the event. It would be pretty normal to immediately fall into victim mentality and think, I can't believe they didn't invite me. What did I do to them? Why do I deserve this? And then your inner mean girl is probably going to pipe up and interpret this as you not being good enough. And she'll try to convince you that there's something wrong with you. And you could say that this would be pretty normal. But what I want you to recognize is that you have a choice in this situation. Do you want to feel like a victim? Because the truth is, you probably don't have any idea why they didn't invite you. And even if you do know that you were purposefully left out, it's up to you to determine what you think about it. If you choose to feel worthless because of the actions of your friends, then you've given all of your power to them. If you allow their actions to devastate you and make you want to hide, then you're choosing to hand over your well-being because of the way you are thinking about it instead of consciously choosing to do something different. Now, I'm not saying this is easy, at least not at first. It's something that takes practice. And human connection and relationships are an important part of our experience as human beings. But Unless you hand it over to someone else, you always have the power to determine what your experience is going to be. So in this case, you could choose to believe that nobody likes you, or you can choose to call another friend and go to lunch with them. You can choose to believe that you were intentionally left out, or you can choose to believe it was an oversight. You can decide whether or not you want to be a victim because you still have the power. Now, I want to add something here about shame, because shame is a real experience, and it's something that many victims feel. When you feel shame, it's really important not to stuff it down and try to hide it. Just recognize that this is an emotion that's coming from your thoughts, because it is, and then allow it to be. Because when you recognize that shame is just a feeling and that your feelings actually do come from your own thoughts, you still hold on to your power, even when you feel the feeling. It's when you start blaming others for your feelings that you drop down into victim mode again. So instead, just own it. Own the shame, look for the truth in the shame, and own that too. When you take responsibility for all of the things that are yours and embrace the emotion that comes along with it, that's how you stay out of victim mode. Along with that, it's important to accept the parts of you that maybe aren't all that great. Like 
in the case of your friends not inviting you to lunch, maybe there was a reason they didn't invite you. Maybe you're always running late and they are sick of that. Or maybe you said something unkind to one of them at the last lunch. Or maybe you sometimes gossip, even though you know it makes the other women uncomfortable. I don't know, but maybe there's literally a reason you weren't invited and the reason has something to do with you that's legitimate. And if that's the case, then own that too. Because again, if you own it and you don't blame others for your problems, then you stay out of the victim mentality. Blame and defensiveness, those are the things you're watching for. If you feel it in your gut or if it's creeping up into your throat, that's okay. Just accept the parts of you that didn't act perfectly instead of blaming or getting defensive because then nothing can be used against you if you're just willing to admit the truth of it all. When you find yourself being defensive, if you can find a way to release that desire to fight and release the desire to defend yourself and just know that there's nothing that needs to be defended, that other people can have whatever opinion they want And you don't have to argue with it. You don't have to prove it. You just have to own your worth because you are the only person who can own that. And when you are 100% certain that you're worthy and nothing can change that, then it doesn't matter what other people say about you. It may be true or it may not be true, but it doesn't matter because you just accept and embrace everything about yourself. So there's nothing to be afraid of. That's a game changer. And that is what vulnerability is. Because vulnerability is the opposite of victim mentality. Where victim mentality creates defensiveness and learned helplessness, which, by the way, is a topic that's coming up on the podcast really soon. (laughs) Vulnerability is one of your best assets. Vulnerability is showing up and being all in on you. It's being willing to experience any emotion that comes up for you. It's being courageous enough to show up fully and authentically as yourself. A lot of people believe vulnerability is weak, but I say it's powerful because vulnerability is saying, bring it on. Whatever it is, I'm willing to experience all the intensity of the wonderful, risk-taking, life-altering circumstances that might come my way. Because I know I can feel any emotion without being hurt, without hiding or avoiding being my true self. Vulnerability is exposing who we really are and being willing to hear the feedback and the opinions about us without getting defensive or angry. It's coming from this place of strength. Because think about it. If I'm willing to show up and be myself no matter what, then no one has control over me and my emotions except me. So ultimately, I'd say that vulnerability is literally the ability to feel any emotion. And interestingly enough, one of the biggest components of confidence is exactly the same thing. So when you're able to be vulnerable, not only does that keep you out of victim mentality, it also allows you to show up with confidence because you have nothing to fear. So the power of vulnerability lies in taking responsibility for being the creator of all your emotions. So if someone says something that feels hurtful, 
You just recognize that if it feels hurtful, it's because of what you're thinking, not what they are saying. And that puts you in the position of power. You can choose to acknowledge that what they're saying is true or not true. And either one keeps you in that position of power because you're able to engage with and connect to that person no matter what. All right, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, uh, okay, how about this? So I worked with a woman a few years ago who had done some things that she wasn't very proud of in reaction to her divorce. And she spent years blaming her ex-husband for those actions. But she was really embarrassed by the way she had acted. And her embarrassment had kept her from engaging with friends and family members that were there at the time of this incident. She had lived in victim mentality for almost a decade because she was sure that everyone was talking about her. But as we worked together and I taught her about victimhood versus vulnerability, I helped her see that no matter what everyone else was thinking or saying, she was the one who was creating all of her own problems. And the interesting thing about it was that she didn't even know how many people were aware of what had happened. So after a few months of working together, she decided to take complete ownership over the situation and began reaching out to select family members to apologize for what she had done. And you know what? Only a couple of them even knew what she was talking about. She had separated herself from the people she loved because of something in her head, not because it was what other people wanted or because of what other people were doing. She was actually welcomed back into the circle of her family as if nothing had ever happened. And it was because she was willing to own it. She was willing to be vulnerable, to accept responsibility and deal with the fallout. And once she did that, once she owned all of the responsibility for her actions and quit blaming her ex-husband, everything changed. I love the way Brene Brown talks about blame. She says, blame is simply the discharging of pain and discomfort. And all that means is that when you're in a situation where you're experiencing pain and discomfort, instead of taking responsibility for your feelings and acknowledging those, you discharge it by attacking someone else or by hiding or avoiding the situation. So simply stated, victim mentality is when you're blaming others for your pain and discomfort and vulnerability is knowing that you are perfect exactly the way you are with all of the different parts of you and that you can handle any emotion no matter how uncomfortable. When you get to that point, you have all the power because if you're willing to feel any emotion, then there's nothing scary out there. So today I challenge you to do this. Just take a look at your life and ask yourself some questions. Where are you unwilling to feel your emotions? Where are you avoiding them? And what are some of the things that you're not doing because you don't want to feel? What dreams aren't you pursuing? Or what conversations are you unwilling to have because you don't want to feel the emotion that's going to come up? 
And alternatively, who are you blaming for how you feel? So look at those things. Are you being vulnerable and open and willing to feel whatever comes up and know that it's okay, that you can feel all the way through it and that you can identify the thought patterns that are causing those emotions? Can you take 100% responsibility of it when you're able to do that? That's where you'll find the deepest connections, not just with yourself, but with other people and with that part of you that's much bigger than yourself. That is the magic of vulnerability. So I want you to just recognize you have this power. You have the power to be vulnerable and you have the power to be the victim. And it's all up to you. So this coming month, I am going to be introducing a new coaching program called the Self-Love Club. And the Self-Love Club is a place where we are going to be doing all this work. You can come and learn all about how to silence your inner mean girl and how to develop confidence and clarity about what you want in your life and compassion for yourself and a sense of peace. And on top of that, you get to make connections with other women who are also doing this work. The Self-Love Club is a safe place to explore who you are and what you want so you can start living the life that you deserve. So if you have an inner mean girl who's kept you from really becoming the woman you want to be, I want you to join the waitlist so that you can get more information as it becomes available. The Self-Love Club is a group coaching program with just eight women in each group. It's going to be conducted over Zoom and will include classes where I teach a concept and then help you implement those things in your life, plus weekly group coaching calls. Now, this is not a subscription program with videos and calls where there's hundreds of people and only a few get coaching. This is going to be small groups that will meet together weekly, get to know each other on an intimate level, build relationships and support each other while also getting incredible coaching and life-changing information from yours truly. <laughs> and it's all for a low monthly charge. I'm super excited about this. It's something I've wanted to do since I first started coaching and I'm finally at a place where I think I can. So the first cohort of the Self-Love Club will start during the first week of November. And again, it's only going to be open to eight women. So registration will open on October 17th, but those on the wait list are going to get access to early registration on October 15th. So I'm putting the link to the wait list in the show notes. And if this is something you think you'd like to be part of now or in the future, then click that link and get on the list today. All right, that's what I have for you today. Thank you for being here and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. If you're enjoying the podcast, scroll down and leave us a five-star rating and review. And if you'd like more information on how to work with me, schedule a free consult using the link in the show notes. I'd love to chat about how coaching can help silence your inner mean girl and unleash the badass woman within. You've got nothing to lose except your negative self-talk. Schedule your consult today.